2007, there were 156 local government councils in Queensland and they were amalgamated down to 77 councils. Was that a good or a bad thing? Look, difficult to say because I really don't know, um, you know, on a case-by-case basis uh, what the needs were for some of those jurisdictions. Um, I suspect that some of those, particularly um, more remote communities, did need um, local representation and and they may have lost um, some of the quality of representation with the amalgamations. That that may well be the case. What I would say more broadly, um, having had um, our council under administration for a number of years, is that we really don't need councillors most of the time. I mean, you know, the under you know some bureaucrats, you know, the bins still get emptied once a week, the parks still get mowed, the roads still get repaired, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We don't need councillors. Uh, to do those things. They, they just get done. Um, now, people sometimes are under the belief that you need to have councillors there because if you have a, a special need, like there's a pothole outside, you know, on the road outside your house, then you ring up the councillor and um, and they'll intercede on your behalf and they'll make sure that that's fixed up for you and all that kind of stuff. Well, what came out of the Triple C hearings and what has come out of the reforms uh, that have come from the, um, the Office of Local Government um, are that councillors shouldn't be doing those things. Councillors aren't there to, to work for an individual or a, or a mate. You know, um, I've got a mate down the road who, who wants something, you know, the footpath fixed up outside of his, his house. That's not the job of councillors. Um, so then you have to question what are councillors really there for and, and do we really need them? Um, and it's been suggested that councillors are there to create policy um, for local government um, areas. And But again, you'd have to question, um, are there not professionals out there who could do a better job um, than people who, you know, some guy, you know, who at a Labor Party or an LNP meeting put up his hand and they and everybody said, okay, we'll back him, we'll pre-select him or her. Are they going to be any better than a an engineer, for example, um, employed by council who has a look at a particular issue and says, right, this is the policy that we need to have, or on waste management is somebody who's, you know, got no prior experience going to be better than a, a waste expert within council um, who can direct policy in relation to that? So so I guess my what I'm trying to say here is that I'm not too sure that we really do need um, councils in some instances, um, um, but it would have to be looked at as far as amalgamation goes and whether it benefited any local government authority area uh, would have to be looked at closely on a case-by-case basis. In the um, the ward where I live, the big issue, the elephant in the room, is that the access that developers have to yep. change the environment for the worse yep. of where we live. And yes. they do that directly through council. They virtually yes. own City Hall. At the same time, there are people 
concerned citizens like yourself who are forming groups to try to wrest from them control of what their their suburb, their city, their town, their shire looks like. For example, we have the Queensland Government Reform Alliance who have a number of, uh, of, of issues that they want to have changed. You know, they, yep. they took up the cudgels on de-amalgamation of some of the shires which were very badly amalgamated and they were, yep. su- they were successful in parts of doing that. So yep. how do we as citizens get the, the real issues up and, and have a change when yep. we're on a slippery slope to nowhere at the moment? Yeah. Look, I, I completely understand that. And one of the reasons why um, the Ipswich Ratepayers and Residents Association was formed was directly in relation to the massive land clearing that was going on in the Ipswich area, which was wiping out wholesale um, areas of land which were um, very valuable koala habitat. Um, not just koalas, though. You know, we have platypuses, we had bat colonies, and they were all being wiped out in the name of development. Um, now, we actually pushed and pushed um, the previous council to put the brakes on and to allow us to be able to discuss the issue um, so that we could have some sort of sensible compromise or, or, or some sustainable um, element to development. Uh, they wouldn't listen. They didn't want a bar of it. Um, and that's one of the reasons why they're gone. Now, under administration, uh, Brett Chamello was the actual administrator of Ipswich City Council. He actually instigated um, some CRG groups, uh, and one of them was an environmental CRG or community reference group. Now, uh, one of part of the um, terms of reference for that was that um, whatever was discussed at those CRG meetings, and I was a member of the environmental CRG to switch, um, whatever was discussed and, res- and resolved at those CRGs would be put to council decision makers. Now, I believe that's the answer. I, I believe Greg Tumello, um, you know, he saw what was needed and he's actually um, made that into a template for other councils, other jurisdictions to use around Queensland. So they have, for example, a CRG for environment, as I mentioned. They also have a CRG for planning, and they have a CRG for governance and economics, I believe, and a number of others. And those report back directly to the relevant areas within council, and um, policymakers and decision makers take those, um, those ideas that came from the CRGs and use those in drafting new policy. Uh, and I believe that's the way forward. I believe that councillors who are controlled by either the ALP or the LNP are not the answer because inevitably, as, as well-meaning as some of those councillors might be uh, leading up to an election, um, once they're in there, the, um, the state or federal MP who controls that faction or controls that group of councillors will ultimately tell them what to do and how to act. And that may come about because of pressuring or lobbying from property developers or or other um, big business um, interests. We believe it should be a grassroots um, 
people first uh, type of decision making, which is what we we have, or we at least we have. It's in its infancy in Ipswich, uh, so those CRGs I referred to have already uh, had an effect on on some of the policies uh, put forward by the council, and I believe that's the answer 